With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another night of the greatest show on Tuesday night. The virtual talk show for married men. The show. That's right. Married men don't talk. We come to you every Tuesday night bringing you the best shows out about real things, not fake things, but real things about marriage. A few rules, fellas, no cursing, respect others' comments, and it's okay to disagree. And just to be honest with you, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in our sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let's get ready to fire this thing up and let's go. Tonight's topic, do real men cry? And I was just talking to a good buddy, Andrew, and I had to add this in. Am I willing to fail? We have to answer these two questions at the end of the night. Do real men cry, and am I willing to fail? Seeing men shed tears is new to me. Seeing men shed tears is new to me. I never saw my father, grandfather, or any of my friends' fathers crying in the past. Maybe it's that it's time, you know, time period has changed and I'm grown up and I'm in a new, different era. I don't know. The times where it was not manly to cry and there's, you know, and where should seen them not having a tight upper lip. You know, people got to have that tight upper lip. That's that's the, the, the people I grew up with. I started thinking about how crying is viewed generally, where uh, socialization and empathy are replacing command control for men. My first question to the group, what does the show of emotions do to our credibility? Showing emotions, what does it do to our credibility? Anybody want to answer that? I mean, define showing emotion. Showing emotion, crying, getting angry, getting upset, um, being outside of yourself uh, in public. I'll tell you what, um, for me, um, I grew up, my father told me men don't cry. And from the age of 10 years old until I was 40, I didn't shed a tear because that made me weak, and I wasn't going to be weak. Yes, sir. I heard that same, I got that same uh, speech. You know, men don't cry, you know. Get I was up. told to suck it up. Suck it up. I tell, I tell my boy that. Pump. I'm teaching my boy that right now. That's Even around his sisters. Well, yeah, I was. Feel? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was given the same example by my dad. He didn't say it verbatim, but I never Ever, ever, I've never seen my dad cry. Mm-hmm. And 
I basically lived by the same doctrine until uh, the death of my best friend. And that changed that changed the whole game for me. I have to say, I only seen my dad cry once. And, and it was shocking because I thought he was going to man up then. And he did for a while. But then uh, at my grandma's funeral, you know, he broke down. I said, oh, man, not my pops. But... Um, I never, other than that, seen him cry. I just cried when I was 40 years old. Mm. And I got saved, and I ain't stopped crying. And you haven't stopped. You know what? I feel the cry more than my wife. man. <laughs> I'm still here. I, I almost cried at church Sunday, man, on Father's Day. Got that right. I was crying at church. <laughs> I don't care anymore. It don't matter. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I just felt the tears. I mean, I wasn't even trying to cry, and it was just coming out, man. The pastor just said some good stuff, man. It was just like, I just tell him the first too, thing man. I thought about was I was thinking of my father and my That's grandfather. Right. You know when I was crying when they were doing that dance? You, you know the, yeah. the girl, um, pastor's daughter? Mm-hmm. When they were doing that dance? And they were playing that song, The Fathers? I couldn't mm, stop. Man. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, emotions, fellas, emotions. How do you feel about men that uh, that get on to or do interviews, especially high-profile people crying on on TVs and doing interview shows like on on Tim King or something like that? They get on there and get the boo hoo. Well, I, I mean, it's, there's so much emotion. I mean, it, it just it just catches you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like showing that they weak or anything like that. I mean, especially uh, where I saw it a lot when I played football. Uh, you know, I used to laugh at dudes that cried after we lost. You know, because I was, you know, I still had that same, you know, doctrine in my mind. But, you know, now that I'm older and got just a little bit of wisdom that I had back then, I realized, you know, it was because all of the pain and everything, the practice and all the stuff, you know, we went through, why those guys was like that. But, you know, I was that dude that would laugh at cats when they when they cried after uh, we lost the game or something. I'm right there with you. I'm in your same boat, man. I was that dude who was like, man, my dad told me not to cry, man. You just suck it up and we go back and we learn how to win. Right. I mean, I'm mad yeah. we lost, but I ain't finna cry over it. Yeah. But I got to say, Sometimes I see some of these men on TV, and it's, and, it, and it's fake to me. It's fake to me. I think that they're crying. Um, they're crying is is not is not truthful, and, and, and it pisses a lot of people off when you get on there and you made a mistake, and the first thing you do is now you want to get on TV and cry. And try to get sympathy by the else. Give an example. Um, example would be um, Chris Brown, for instance. Um, he gets on TV. He beats up on a on a young lady, and uh, he gets on there and he's trying to get people to believe, you know, that he didn't mean it. He, he, he saw his mom get beat up. And 
he just took that as, as the thing that you're supposed to do or whatever, and he's crying on on TV trying to get sympathy from people. To me, that that was kind of fake. Somebody else, they might have thought it was it was meaningful that he did have a problem. I mean, it's not like he was trying to get votes. What do you think he was trying to accomplish by crying? I think he was I mean, trying to get votes. I'm seriously. I, I think he was just trying to get people back on his side because some of the people had turned on him and hated him for for literally beating up a woman. Yeah, but, I mean, so let's, let's just say for the fact that he felt as though that he didn't do anything wrong. He may have been defending himself or, or whatever he felt in his heart. And then the fact that he was being blamed, people didn't want to be around him anymore, didn't want to buy his record. So maybe, you know, I think that could have been some genuine tears coming down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it but could he, crying. he crying. He beat up a woman. I mean, even though, you know, he might be crying because of the record sale, I mean, you beat up a woman, you ain't really got nothing to cry about. Yeah. I mean, you can say I'm sorry all you want, but the fact is that you still did. Right. I don't have respect for a man to be the woman, so that doesn't work for me. Yeah. I mean, another case I saw a man cry on TV today. Um, he he was just found not guilty in the case of Roger Clemens. Oh yeah. Now we all know he's guilty. He juiced up. He just got good lawyers. But, you know, he now he's crying on TV, but uh, the whole time he out there cheating in the, in, in the in, um, people's favorite game, pastime game, baseball. Should you feel sympathy for him? Not a bit. Not for me. Or, or, and it goes back to that first question. Does showing emotion do something to our credibility? For him crying on TV, does that do something to his credibility? In a situation like that where you're crying because you cheated. No, he's crying because he, he thought he was going to jail. He beat the system. He was. Yeah, he That's beat the system. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think he was crying because he, you know, he was cheating. I think he was crying because he thought he was going to jail and he got off. Right. But then you got and then you got the other case with um Terrell Owens crying on T V talking about that's my quarterback. I don't think he had anything to do with that's the quarterback. Crap. I think he was crying because they lost. And he yeah, just, yeah. he tried to put it on Tony Romo. Yeah, he tried to put it on Tony and try to protect his quarterback. And you know what? Actually that was the next person I even had it on my paper. Boy, you you something else. Yeah, but Terrell yeah, Terrell Owens, Owens out there booing. He ain't never Cared about a quarterback his whole career. Got that right. Yeah. Oh, and now, but look at his credibility now. He has to leave. They don't know nobody want him because he cried. I don't think they want because of that. I think it was his mouth. He just got tired of the game. He's not a team player. Right. They just got tired of his game. And, you know, he thought he was bigger than the game. Thought he was bigger than the game. Yeah. Him and, uh, I'm surprised uh, 
my other boy down at Ocho got picked Ocho? up. Ocho? Yeah, when you when you bigger than somebody, and then when when you find out you're not, you expect people to you know see your emotional displeasure and think you're going to get sympathy from them. I just don't think so. I mean, that's just me. What about these? I mean, one of my favorite shows on TV is First Forty Eight. Yeah, like uh, because too. because everybody want to be a thug. <laughs> they want to be hard on the street. They don't know how to put them hands together, so they want to shoot you, do ride-bys, and, and um, that makes them a bigger person on the street, right? But the first minute that that detective put them in that them four corners in that door, in that room with no windows, and they sitting in that metal chair, and he said, you going down, what's the first thing they do? Snitch. Cry like a baby. Cry like a baby. Start telling on everybody. Now, you were just a thug five minutes ago outside in the street. Now, why you can't, you know, you got rap songs, you got all this stuff, and now all of a sudden you cry. How does that happen? Where did that come from? Is it because we try to to build the wrong credibility of ourselves? You know, it all comes down to credibility. You're trying to be somebody that you're not. I was watching this show on uh, Netflix, something like uh, Scared Straight, about these teenage girls that were acting up, disrespecting their mothers and stealing and doing all kind of crazy stuff. And then they had to go visit the prison, and they all cried. They all cried because they didn't know who was on the other side of that that um, that metal door. They didn't know. You know, and I think those thugs on first 48 is the same thing. They don't know because nobody tells them, the, you know, the downside of, of that life. And once they realize what it is, that they're going to go away. You know what I mean? That's when those emotions come out. And I believe those emotions. Yeah. But you know what? For a boy, I, I just can't believe that he don't know. I can't believe that he don't know that drugs is bad and that if you – use this gun, you're going to go to jail. And if you uh, shoot somebody, you, your life is gone. I just don't see it. And I believe that's our problem today. This is why, you know, marriage is down because, you know, our credibility shows that we need to have a pass down by, below our waist. And, and you know, and maybe cock a hat to the side. And, but it, but when it's time to be emotional, nobody believes you because you, you, you're showing an uh, image that is not true. Isn't that, isn't that a fact? Maybe it's just me. What about crying in the workplace? No, what you, about... don't. you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. Crying in the workplace is unheard of. Like you ain't supposed to go in your in your, your boss's office and cry. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Hell no. no. Not at all. Why not? I mean, he's a person just like you. If you 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 hurt by somebody's 
comments or or um you know, you you not feel like you're being treated and then you mostly come out. You gonna cry over something somebody said to you? Hey, it man, is, I don't it, know. Here's the it deal, is. man. You know, if one of my employees comes in crying and all the dude crying to me, I'm thinking, what's gonna happen when the heat turns up? You gonna punk out? There it is. It, it needs to be terminated. 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 Terminated on site. The first two tiers come out terminated. Because just like he said, when when the heat comes. He ain't going to be able to handle it. He's going to come crying to you. And what do you need him for if he can't handle the heat? You know, that was one time, I have to say, I didn't go in my boss's office crying. But I went in there so upset, I I needed him to calm me down because I told him, if this dude say one more thing to me, then we're going to be back in your office and you're going to be telling me I got to go. Because I was that emotionally strong about how that guy came off wrong. You know, it's funny that you say that because I never really understood being mad, so mad at somebody that you want to hurt them and you start crying and you ain't did nothing yet. I never understood (laughs) that, man. But people do it all the time. They be crying. I'm a whipper. I'm a whipper. And you crying. How you gonna wipe somebody crying? You gonna wipe the tears off your face and then whoop them? Yeah, that's a woman move there. That sounds like a woman move, man. It does. But you know that could affect me, even though you know there was no tears, and I was so pissed that I was crying. But I was ready to put some hands on somebody. I don't know, man. I don't know. But I've seen women come in my office. I I never had an office, my cubicle. And um, they get so so upset that they just start crying. Yeah, but that's a woman move. If a dude pulls that in the office, it's over. Yeah, that's time for a woman to do that. Yeah. I mean, you understand that. That's how women are built. Okay, when the pressure turns up, that's what happens. But if a, tr- a pr- when the pressure turns up on a dude, you sit in the office and and you working for me and you walk in my office and you tell me, oh, this thing is so hard. I'm like, what? This dude can't be on my team. He got to go. Yeah, right. Because I'm thinking, you. This is what's gonna happen when the heat turns up. You a fuck. Yeah. So do you think that's what happened to T.O.? I don't know. I mean, now, now, if you know, if you came in, you know, with a personal issue, you know, your, your mother passed. That's a different ball game. You know, that that's a different situation. But you know, you know, you come in because of job stuff, crying. You know, mm. crying in baseball. You crying over some everyday stuff. That, that, yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, you come in and told me you lost your mama, your your wife, something. That's a different ball game. But you come in crying about work. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't wrap my arms around that one. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, to me, I think that's why you know others in your your job will look down on you. It is never okay to cry in the office, not with your colleagues. God Ain't no crying in, in baseball, front of your man. No. <laughs> Ain't no you, crying in baseball. I tell the man right then. I say, if you feel tears coming on. Excuse yourself, and, or you know, and then just get get out of the office. Get the hell out of the office. 
And if you can't keep it together, just excuse yourself and just leave the building. I mean, I don't understand how how you could even get like that. I just that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I mean, this is business, man. I mean, you know, this is a fight. You know, I need you a think, partner next to me. I don't need no punk. Yeah, but do you think because people, some men hold things in so much to the point where they can't handle it? This is business. They mostly, business is business. You know what I mean? Business yeah. is business. You know, you need to figure this out. Don't come crying to me. Mm. <laughs> I'm not taking that lightly. No, I just, I listen, I'm just a new business owner, and I just can't see nobody crying to me, and now I'm up here busting my tail. I don't, I, hey, hey, don't come with that crying mess, man. I ain't got time for it. Hey, but, you know, not even, not even the crying, but the complaining and whining. That's the right. same thing, man. That's a, to me, that's the same thing. It is, man. I'd be like, you man, look it up. Whining. You grown man whining about what somebody else did to you. You whining. Suck it up. At the mm-hmm. workplace, suck it up. You, you, you know, this grown man business. It yeah. ain't personal. Mm-hmm. Because I remember uh, there was one time where one of my folks that were working under me uh, felt that his credibility was 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 uh, stepped on, and he came to me as a man and said, "Listen, I need to. I, I don't like how things went down, but you can see it. You can see how." Frustrated you was, the mind started getting a little glossy. So I said, "Listen, man, this is, we're gonna have to, you know, here's the steps of what we're gonna do." And he was cool with that. And then I said, "Man, go on out there and and and, and walk it off, cause you getting too tied up." You got that right. Cause it looked like he won't do something, and that can affect, you know, pressures of 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 emotions and tears can affect your judgment, can it? Or can it not? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Because you're not thinking rationally when you go in your boss office crying. Mm-hmm. Ain't no crying in baseball. Mm-hmm. No, sir. no, sir. Crying, crying in any sports or teamwork. But listen to this. I don't know if we have any um, military men on the phone or or ex-military men. But what about crying it during battle? A simple fight. You got caught with a nice little chin check. And you just start busting out crying. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Repeat that again. What about what? <laughs> what about a battle? You're in the middle of a battle and you get hit in the face or something and you just start crying. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> uh, real world stuff, mm-hmm. people react all kinds of ways. It ain't like that Hollywood, you know, oh, let's, let's go over here. Let's all be brave. Mm-hmm. Man, no, uh, yeah, you crying is cool. And whatever you got to do to get over whatever you done seen over there, yeah, yeah, crying, crying is the least I've seen people do. Yeah, I mean, crying is normal. For war, I think crying is normal. I think that's a way of, letting, you know, releasing some real high stress. Because I mean, I've seen. TV shows, documentaries, and articles where it's really affected a man who's come home and he can't handle his house because he's too busy not trying to cry. Man, my boy went to Afghanistan. That dude getting a divorce. 
lost all kinds of weight, and I think he's going to be under constant psychiatric supervision for the rest of his life. So, yeah, crying, if that's all that he had to do was cry, cool. That man. Yeah, but his mentality, somebody probably told him it's still not good to cry. Even in the heat of battle. I need you I need you at your best. You can't cry. We got bullets flying over. There ain't no time for crying right now. I need you at your station handling business. Oh, And you may not even be in shot at. You might be um, behind a desk and you have to, you know, Make sure that the logistics are in the right place because they they need their stuff, and you're just emotionally wound. I've seen people just suck it up and cry. And, you know, as long Mm -hmm. as you achieve your objective, it don't even matter. You know, so just as long as you're performing. Even in front of your commander? Yeah. Lieutenant or whatever you call them. I don't know what the rankings are, but. Yeah, but your command ain't gonna be in the middle of anything serious anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that, that's good to know, man. Because I'm, I, I believe there's some people out there that still haven't cried because of this war. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, yeah, there's probably people out there, you know, like we were just saying, daddy's told them, you know, don't cry and everything, and you know, they're probably just holding it in. You know, I don't even know if my dad cried from Vietnam. You know, my dad was it has three purple hearts and I don't even know if he cried. I know he never talked about it. My dad told us one story about Vietnam and it was out the blue, sitting at dinner, Sunday dinner at the table, and he just started laughing. And he was laughing about the fact he saw an enemy soldier trip over his own head. It was the craziest thing I ever heard him say, and he just went back to eating like nothing happened. And we sitting there looking like, Okay. <laughs> okay, you got me right now. Yeah, I mean he just blew. He just started laughing, and we think he's gonna tell a joke or something. And he's talking about how he seen a, a enemy soldier trip over his own head. Mm. And we're like, that's horrible. Mm, 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 mm. Nah, I can believe it. Yeah, so you don't know what them dudes are over there. That's scary. That's yeah, just, they come back over here dealing with bills and cutting grass and working every yeah. day. So, so why is uh, public display of emotions so wrong? Well, I mean, what you were just talking so about, who's saying ain't no crying in baseball? I mean, mm-hmm. that manly image. I mean. They're already trying to soften up the manly image as it is, if you ask me. Uh, there's times to cry, I believe. Now that I'm old, I can understand the reason why some people cry, because everybody's different. But if, you, like you said, if you come in your boss's job complaining about somebody or something somebody done said or something, you crying about that, yeah, that's, that's horrible. You sit up there like T.O. looking like a fool, talking about that's my quarterback, crying about it. It's horrible. It's like that's the worst it's thing horrible. ever. It is. It's horrible, man. Yeah. Ain't nothing manly about that. What are you being a man at? Because when people made fun of your quarterback, mm-hmm. you won't cry. That's part of the game. You, you get paid. You get paid 
to go out there and work. They talk about you. They criticize you. You're supposed to be able to handle that. I pay you millions of dollars to handle that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even at work, you know, this guy's paying you thousands of dollars to come into the office. He ain't got time for you to hear, watch you cry over some stupidity. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous, man. You got to go. I had a friend of mine, right? Well, let me not even say friend. Let me just say co-worker that we used to hang out with <clears throat> and then my wife and his girlfriend would hang out and um, you know his girl was carrying him it was bad man he was living in her house with her kid driving her car and um, and, and and at will she would just straight carry him treat him like a, a, a little boy <clears throat> and he would start crying man at the drop oh of the no <clears throat> man I'm telling you, man, if I said he cried more than six times, I would probably be uh, 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 selling it short, man. I mean, it was every conversation. He would start talking about the way she was treating him, man, and then yeah, he, you knew it was coming, and then he started crying. That is the worst. <laughs> that is the worst. Man, <laughs> look, 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 I had to eliminate all contact with this brother, all, all of it. I said, dude, you stand for everything that I know. He cried over the way a woman treat him? Yes. And she, she listen, he drove her car. He lived in her house. When he got paid, he brought his check in. But everything this dude cried about, man, he was just like, and, you know, I was like, man, are you kidding me? Pull your panties up, man, and move out. <laughs> I got <laughs> No, you oh, didn't, man. man. He need to grab his nuts out and keep it moving. Man, man, it was bad. My wife was even talking about the cat. That's how bad it was. He was just start crying, talking about how she treated him. Oh, it was bad, man. I can't even, I can't even, like, I won't even answer his call now if he would call me. I that sounds like something from a comedy movie, though. I'm telling you, it was true, man. It was true. This dude was crying boo-hooing on the phone. Did, Did you see how was thinking? Then we go to the bar. You know how sometimes you got to meet somebody at the bar because they got to talk to you. <laughs> oh, that's the worst thing, man. Liquor and they crying. You know when you get drunk, you cry. He crying in public at the oh, bar. It was bad, bad. Oh, dog. No, you it can't. It bad, man. I wish it, look, I wish it was a lie, man. True story. You got to cut that yeah. You had to cut that dude off. I had to, man. I had to. I said, that can't rub off on me. That's bad. You, you look like a fool, man. So yeah, first of all. How would that do? That dude crying, yeah. man. Come on, man. Man, Tony, the next thing you know, you be going to a baby shower. Hey, listen, man. Listen, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, man. He, he, he was in a position where the girl had all the cards, man. She held all the She could do whatever she wanted to do with this cat. You know what I mean? She could be like, get out. Several times she said, get out. You know, and he'd have to get out and get a hotel room and hope that oh, he'd let him come back home. You got old dog. Bro, we need to do an intervention, man. Yeah. We need to do a man car show. Yeah, but yeah. They, look, there ain't no intervention when they built like that, man. There ain't none. Yeah, but that's not a man. You know, there ain't no man at all. Ain't no man. Then he wonder why he getting carried that way. He might as well be a lesbian, man. Exactly. And I'm going to tell you... <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember that time we had the, the we had the 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 women's show 
and 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 we had a woman get on, and a man was on the show, and she just dogged him sideways. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Church. Y'all remember that? I remember yeah, that. Yeah, she she just dogged him right in front, of him. and he on the phone list. I heard she gonna punch him in the face and break his bones off. Oh my god! He didn't say, he didn't say nothing. I didn't even know he was still on the phone. Man, <laughs> uh, I see everybody in this house. I know y'all wish y'all could whoop my behind, and if you ever, <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> And we, you know, it's the funniest thing. You know that that same couple, we 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 took them out. We, we were out with them, and, and and she just acted up. And and I had one of my boys with me, who uh, you you know the guy that 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 that, that uh, told his wife he was going out to get some nookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he told this dude, he said, "Man, you need to whip her ass." Bang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Oh, she acting out like that in public. Not only did she disrespect him in the on the phone, she did it right out there in public. Oh yeah, I was like, dude, man, you can't, you can't, you can't let that happen. I mean, you know, I mean, you but know, I mean, have his fault feel bad for the, the reason for the male gender and stuff like that. You, you be like, dude, you want me to straighten it out? Cause yeah, I'll be but that. wasn't his fault? Come on, straighten it out. Be a man. But, fuck it up. Yeah, but wasn't that his fault because she he did say that he cheated on her all the time? Yeah, but, but I don't care what the situation you don't let that go down, man. You be like, girl, you got to go, you got to go. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna you were talking about you gonna stand up and punch me in the face and bust my face. What? Have you lost your ever loving mind? But 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 again, but again, I think it's a bigger issue. Like how do you get to that point? That's right. Where you don't even understand your role as a man. That's right. Mm. You you forget that you don't have to sit down to take a leak. Yeah, I mean, I and, mean, and I sometimes mean, you know, I just think we need to do a we need to do a zipper realignment therapy. Yeah. Because some cats, you know, they think the zippers in the back are on the side. Because see, we forgot to forget it has meaning behind your your father telling you tough it up. Man, yeah, it does. Because I'm going to tell you, man, I don't have to sit down and take a leak. And some dudes think they do, and some dudes have let women take their manhood. Yeah. Well, and well, I'm going to well, tell you what, ain't no woman on the planet. I mean, she got to go. Well, look, look. Ain't look, no woman on the question. planet going to take my manhood. Let me ask a question. Now, to this date, I, I, I believe I've never seen my father cry. I don't even, if he did, I don't remember or I forgot, but. I'm just going to go on a record saying, just like you guys, I've never even seen him. I mean, trying was not even a, a an option for him. So right. in that household, me growing up thinking the same way, it's got to be the same way. So when you see a guy crying over something remedial like that, do you think it's got to be the way he was brought up? Maybe there was no man in the house. Maybe he was around a woman that cried, you know, at the drop of a dime. So he figured it was okay to cry. Well, I think, I think it goes back even – even sometimes it's the men in the house. I believe it's, it's, it's the parent that allowed him to cry when he got whoopings and, 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 and let his emotions show instead of you know, checking them right at, the, at, at that age of five, six, seven. You know, sometimes you got to suck it up. And there are environments, you know, that you can't cry. Uh, like I said, ain't no crying in baseball. No. Okay. And And on the job? 
And you you just you better not come into my office with that stuff. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, you know, I got a punk on on board, and I don't know what's gonna happen when I'm not there, and the and the heat turns up, and dude's gonna start crying instead of mm-hmm. sitting down and figuring out we got to solve this problem. He gonna cry? Oh, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. You know, like I said, that's a different ball game. You know, you come into my office, your mama passed, your your you found out your your baby got cancer. Uh, you know, that's a that's a whole different ball game. Yeah. But don't come in here and, you know, we got problems and I'm crying. You crying? Oh, yeah. no. That ain't that that doesn't work for me. That, that mm-hmm. doesn't work. Well, but what if what if they come to your office and say their wife left them and they're crying? Is that acceptable? They well, you know, that's even a personal in. situation. You know, that's a personal situation. And, and, you know, hey, you know, that's a different situation. But you ain't going to be crying about some business thing. Yeah, you got to cry in My wife left me. She took the kids. She took the bank account. I ain't got nothing. I don't know where to go. That's a different ballgame. But you come in, we got a problem at work, and I'm crying? I mean, but, I mean, but listen, listen now. Listen now. That's the same. Okay, so hear me out. My wife took the car. The car took the kids, changed the locks. I'm homeless. I ain't got nowhere to go, and I'm sitting in my office crying about it. And she took all the money out the bank. Took all the money out the bank. And so you you got my and, story. And look, and cheating on me with the neighbor. Yeah, I lived oh. that. <laughs> and I'm the one who's crying. Yeah, you got you got one good job to Bahu, and then get back on the job. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. I don't care what anybody says. There ain't no such thing as separating that from your business life. You can say it all you want, but. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I've lived it, and I ain't no punk, and that's a tough deal. I've been where the bank account's been drained in $19.76. I've been that you screwed around with, with, with the dude. I've been to that. I understand it, and that's a tough That's a tough deal. But were you, you But you had to hold on at work, but it's okay when you're by yourself. Yeah, Let of course I have to hold on. I'm not going to sit in front of my patients crying. Yeah. You yeah. have to suck it up and do what you got to do. But, I mean, you know. I'm not walking around, you know, around work boohooing about, you know, with my patients and stuff and my staff. I'm not gonna do that, you know. But I mean, that's a hit, man. Mm-hmm. But haven't you and, seen where it, you you didn't cry, but your emotions? You might as well should have cried because the way you acted. Yeah, and people it'll, it'll like mess that. with you. You can't separate all of that life going on from you know from from your business. It doesn't work. Can't separate that out. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's going to affect you. But to walk in your office crying about some business situation, that's a different ball game. Yeah, like crying because you lost an account. Or whatever. I mean, you know, you know, things are tough, and I, I'm, you're coming here crying because, because of business, and then and, and you crying? What, yeah, what? But, yeah, yeah, but I still don't get the, okay, all that happened to you. You're still a man. Your wife left. All that horrible scenario, and you still in your office, in your boss's office, crying about that. Well, I, 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 you know, that, that would be a personal type situation. You wouldn't come to your boss with that unless you had a personal relationship with your boss. No, if, I, you got to take a leave of absence, man. You yeah, that's it's your boss knows you on a personal level. Says, dude, you need to you need to go take care of you know yourself. 
take some time off and get yourself together. When you get yourself together, come back to work. But you you wouldn't go to your boss crying about that. I mean, you wouldn't be unless you had a personal relationship with your boss. Gotcha. You know, I mean, I was the boss, so it didn't matter. I closed my door and deal with my stuff. But I wouldn't go into my office. You know, I'd say if if I had a boss, I'd I say I got to take some time off. I got I got some heavy stuff going on. You know, I'm gonna write a song about it. <laughs> yeah, but I've I've seen um, some guys at work who who went in and started crying about somebody in the job, and they end up hurting themselves because they they cry. You know, it, when I mean crying, I mean whining and and, and complaining. Oh, yes. that, that that's that punk stuff, man. I can't deal with that. And then they tried to apply for a job and didn't get it. Yeah, because they're punk. Yeah. You can't be no punk in business. You know what? Crying is a sign of weakness in business. There and it if is. you're in business, and, and, and if, if, if I'm going to tell you what, if I'm going up against a dude and he's crying, he's lost. It's all over because I'm going to eat his lunch. <laughs> I'm going to step on his neck and eat his lunch. All day long. <laughs> Okay. So, like I said, I mean, you know, you know, if if if, if Rodney came in and 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 his and his wife left him for you know for the dude next door and and he was hurt, I mean, you know, I'm there, you know, man, I know what you mean, I know that that's crushing. You know what I mean? And you know, she said, man, you ain't bringing it, you ain't slinging it, you know, and and I'm Ooh. leaving you for long dong silver, and I'm there for you, man. <laughs> you know, I'm even see Viagra. I don't know, you know. Mhm. You know, but don't come into work with it. Yeah. Even if Rodney worked for me, I'd be like, Dude, take some time off, get yourself together. All right, and when you can walk in here and and and, and put the game face on, you come back. Because I need you as a man. I don't need you as no you know sniffling punk. That's right. You know. That's you know, because right. you know, I really think you know Rodney's kind of like a metrosexual anyway. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's good. It's all good, you know. We, uh-huh. we need guys that, that have that softer side. Wow. <laughs> so are you saying Rodney used hand cream? <laughs> wow. That Rodney is on the softer side. Oh. Like, like, you know, my boy Tony, all right? Tony ain't no punk. <laughs> All right, Tony go down swinging. Tony's the kind of dude you get in the foxhole with. Be like me and you, bro. Let's go Let's back go. to back. Let's go. Tony, we gotta get out of here. Well, you know we can negotiate. I'm just, I'm just funny. Mm-hmm. You gonna make him put the baby down? And say, hold on, baby, I gotta get on this phone call right quick. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> hold the baby, I gotta go handle some business because they own me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we in yeah. a phone call. We know what time it is, right? We know what we don't even gotta talk about it. We know what time just it a is. look, right? Just a look. <laughs> just a look. That's my mm-hmm. Well, You know you can fight. I mean, here's mm-hmm. the thing. Y'all know. Y'all know who you can fight with. Yeah, that's right. That's your boy. You ain't got to say nothing. You, you know it's nothing. going down. Yeah, yeah. You then you, you got the dude that you wonder about. Mm-hmm. So you're saying Rodney's one you wonder about. No, nah, Rodney's cool people. I just messing with him. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I grew up. I grew up. A, a lot of y'all know um, in New York, and my aunt. I'll never forget this. What my aunt told me, and I have raised my kids the same way. And um, but anyway, you know, we used to go to different neighborhoods. Like in New York, we lived in um, let's just say one one area called Westgate, and we would probably go ten blocks up to hang out. You know, in another neighborhood. And she said, if you, one of y'all come back without the other, I'm going to whoop you. If y'all go leave together, y'all come back together. If one of y'all has a problem, both of y'all have a problem, and I'm going to whoop the other one that didn't react. In that time, I, people, don't, people don't know about that today, Tony. You know, uh-huh. I said that. No, no. I told the home, you could go somewhere and have a, get a girl and be lost. I was not uh, allowed to come back to the neighborhood without you. Mm-hmm. Just, you know what? Here's something funny. My daughter, when she was back in high school, <clears throat> the, the vice principal called me and said, we are suspending your daughter. I said, really? I said, why? She got in a fight. You need to come up here and pick her up. I was like, all right. So I went up there, and my daughter's sitting there crying and stuff. I said, what's wrong? She said, uh, such and such hit me. I said, you knock her out? She said, I tried my best. I said, good job. Good job. The vice principal looked at me like, what is wrong with you? I said, um, I said, I teach my children. You don't start fights. Somebody put their hands on you. You got to take them out. Mm-hmm. She said, that is not acceptable. I see where she gets it. I said, you doggone right. She right. said she's supposed to come to the to the teacher and let her know that somebody has 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 put their hands on her. I said, let me tell you yeah. something, honey. I said in life, I said in life, that's a punk move. Mm-hmm. I said you better punch them as hard as you can. Yeah. She said, oh my goodness, I see where she gets it from. I said, oh, how many days she out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, hey, you know what? Do. You know what? You know what? I'm going to tell you. I have a similar story. You know, I have a daughter that um, one is 24 and one is 20. And um, when the 20-year-old was in high school, her last year of high school, and the her younger sister had an issue in school, <clears throat> and some girl wanted to fight her. Okay? So um, anyway, they were scheduled to fight off of school grounds. Right, so I get a call from, just like you, from the principal telling me I need to come to the school because my daughter was in a fight. So when I get to the school, and this was my youngest daughter's school, when I get to the school, my youngest daughter's there and my oldest daughter at the same time. So I'm like, okay, what are both of y'all doing here? I thought it was a fight. And the principal says, well, yes, it was a fight, but your oldest daughter showed up with half of the senior class. Pulling up the cars and everything Said if we're going to do it We're going to do it right You know what I mean So evidently there was no fight And you know And and, and Andrew just like you I told my daughter I said good job That's what I told you If your sister got a problem You got a problem You ain't got to call me If you can handle it You ain't got to call me I'll come clean it up later Man let me tell you something This dude This kid I think he's nine years old He's about half a foot taller than my daughter. And he spit on my daughter. Uh-oh. And my daughter worked him. <laughs> I mean, she put in work on him. I mean, on top of him. What I'm talking about. 
giving him the business. And then when they pulled off of him, she said, let me tell you something. You better not ever spit on me again. And because I was, I was hot. I was like, oh, man, you know, I got to talk, talk to his parents and the teachers. Everybody was like, don't worry about it. She she taught him a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I said, I said, I hope she beat his behind. She said, they said she did. They had to love to get off of him. Because then me and her daddy got to have a, well, his daddy got to have a, a, a talk. And it ain't going to be cute. Because yeah, I'm like, who, why, where did this boy get spitting from? And I'm still hot about it. Yeah. yeah. When I think about it. But, you know, the boy was messing with her. She ain't saying nothing. You know, she was sitting there cool on the bus, and all of a sudden, the spit came out. And when the spit came out, she she it, it was automatic. It was automatic. Wow. And she didn't get in trouble. I said, good job. I said, she better not. Mm-hmm. Better not. Nobody better not say anything to her. Because it's ridiculous, somebody teaching a boy that young to, to spit on somebody. Yeah, he ain't gonna spit on her. So, well, see, because we understand what it means that when you get punked one time, that whoever punks you just gonna keep punking you till you man up. Every right. time they see you, they're gonna take advantage of you till you man up. You cry, they're gonna make you cry, just like a man and a woman. The first time you cry because of the way that woman treats you, she gonna punk you every single time because she already knows she wasn't with. Every time you can't get around. <clears throat> And then you may end up putting your hands on her. That may be your last resort to stop the bleeding. Yeah. And now you're in trouble because you didn't stop it at the beginning. A la Chris Brown. Like I said before, you'd have handled all that at the beginning. He wouldn't have to put the hands on the body, and then he wouldn't be in trouble. He wouldn't be an abuser. But that happens. I mean, we we talked about bullying. But that's what a bully is. When you don't step up, when you don't, when you don't pick up your nutsacks and ain't going to handle your business, people are going to make fun of you. It, and we're not talking about just in school. We talk grown men, grown women in the workplace. Because you wouldn't nip something in the bud. You kept letting it go on and go on and go on. The next thing you know, you're crying in the office to your boss. <clears throat> Did y'all know that uh, men, males, are resistant to tearing up? And it seems to be related to testosterone levels and social pressures, which are, act as a break on tears. As men age, their testosterone levels decrease, which makes men cry more. Did y'all know that? Uh, we thought, Somebody said it earlier where, you know, after they got saved, they cry all the time now. Nothing wrong with their testosterone level, but their emotions, they, they, they don't hold it on their chest anymore. So with that saying, being said, when do we cry? When do it? When is it acceptable to cry? And is it okay to cry at these times? All right, so I broke down a couple of things. Um, after a game, win or lose. You want to answer? Yeah, want to answer. 
acceptable. I I would say it's acceptable. I, I would <laughs> I would say it's acceptable. Well, somebody said it ain't no crime in baseball. Ain't no crime in sports. No, ain't no crime in sports. It's not. But if you play for like a championship or something, you know, <laughs> oh man, or a championship like this Miami Heat. Well, Chris Bosh is a horrible example. Because I think he should be in the WNBA. But, uh, <laughs> you know that game where they lost, you know, he was all crying. He is a horrible example. You know what? Never mind. But, <laughs> last year, no, no, no game. You're right. You're right. Ain't no crying. Well, listen, but it starts out, I mean, just think about it. You see your kids in high school, they lose a big game, they cry. They wear them. You see it when they're in college. At the, the, they lose the championship. They sit in there crying in the middle of the floor. Poo-pooing. You didn't see that in the past. You didn't see that in, in, in Magic. You didn't see. You ain't see um, Larry Bird crying. You didn't see Jerry West crying or Wilk Chamberlain crying. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So what happened that made people cry in 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 sports? Oh no, man! I honestly don't. <laughs> well, I, I remember know. MJ crying after he won a championship after his dad passed. But that was off the passing of his father. Yeah, that was emotional. Tiger Woods did the same thing, and I understood that. I mean, that Tiger like, Woods won the, the U.S. Open right after his Papa Earl passed away. Yeah, that was the British Open. And he was all right till he got that hug. That hug will break you down. <laughs> that hug, he was all right till he got that hug. That hug will no, but break you th- down. That's, that's a different deal than, you know, than, 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 you know, coming into your boss's office crying. That is a different deal. That's a different type of emotion. Yeah. All right. The pressures of work. We just talked about it a lot. Proud no, work don't make me. Work don't make me cry. Never has. Well, I can't say it never has. There've been some times my dad put the pressure on me. Boy, I kind of put pressure on. Had me out there cutting the grass in the dark with a flashlight. I cried. I'm sorry. <laughs> he manned you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that. I, just because I went to go play ball instead of cutting the grass, and he told me to cut the grass. Yeah, well, that's what you had to do. That, I mean, that made you up. Yeah. Him and my mom you know, had the biggest argument. But I was to man up, that grass. And, and, you know, that, that's part of it. You know, we got to, we got to man our, our kids up. Mm-hmm. We got to man them up because we live in a tough world. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, my son broke I mean, the I mean, you don't teach your sons that this is a tough world. You know, sometimes women don't understand. No, they don't. They don't. And, and you see, they don't think like men, and they don't understand that we have got to man up, and we have got to teach our sons, look, you got to suck it up and man up. Do you think that's why our young boys ain't gains now, because men aren't manning up? Yeah, they need a group. In you know what? Oh, man, they need a group of, of people. Of, 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 uh, of black 
men or black families grow up single family with just a mama. There ain't no man around. And I don't care how much a, a woman loves her children, she can't teach a, man, a boy how to be a man. It takes a man to teach a man to be a man. Now, since I'm watching basketball now, and, uh, you know, every game, what's his name? Kevin Durant, mama, is is over there, and he's going to hug her when she loses and all like that. Where's the father saying, punching him in the chest, talking about going to the room? Why is he always after the game running to his mama, win or lose? Is, is that okay? Maybe that's all he's got. That's all he's got. There ain't no daddy around. That's all he's got. That's all he's got. <clears throat> yeah, nine times out of ten, you know, nowadays. You got to get punched in the chest. Yeah, if you got a mother that's raising you and you're not a professional basketball player, she did a good job. I mean, I'm going to listen to her. That's all he's got. There ain't nothing wrong with that. It's just simply that we men have got to step up and be men. I mean, women, ain't nothing wrong with it. And sometimes that's the the hands is dealt. But the problem is that we men need to step up and teach our boys how to be men. But you want to know the problem with that? The problem is, is that the definition of a man is something that's foreign in 2012. Well, you, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, me in my house, like, I make a decision. And the decision impacts everybody in the house. And everybody's sitting there looking at me when I make the decision. And then the question comes up, well, why did he do that? Well, why did he do that? It doesn't matter why I did it. Mm-hmm. I'm the man, and I made the decision, and that's it. And everybody's going to follow, follow suit. And nowadays, that's just not how... Kids are raised. This yeah. stuff that they watch on TV, this culture, they, you know, I like uh, you were talking about showing emotion. Me and my son, we had the biggest blow up because he didn't understand the value of his opinion. He thought his opinion meant something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it really meant that, nothing. I did that one day. That is, it, that and, is, that and it will always mean nothing to me. Don't get it twisted. You can get your own address. You can get your own job. But I got years on you, and I'm going to always be just like my dad. I can give my dad my opinion, but at the end of the day, he, you know. He's still dead. That's he can nice. make his own decision. Right. You, can't make you know, it's, it's like they, they want to label you like a brute or something. Like, that's wrong. You know, just like the brother was talking about his daughter when she beat up the the the, the kid that hit her first or something. You know, it's like, oh, that's the problem. That's not a problem. That's justice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to say it, that, that that's true because, um, true story. I let my son get away with a C one time, and, and he knows the rules. And I tell them every time, what's the rule in the house? If you bring home or uh, uh, anything less than a B, I get knocked out. That, that's the rule. He knows it. He knows what's going to jump off. And I let him off the hook one time. And he came back with another C. Then the same class, he didn't try to get the grade up. I, after we did the little talking, you know, he tried to do the little talking thing. Yeah, like he in court or something. Yeah, it didn't work. 
Like they gonna explain to you. <laughs> I tried to, you know, I tried to break down and said, all right, I'm gonna try a different way. Cause yeah, see, that sounds like the wife working on you right there. And, and and it didn't work. I had to go back to beating that tail. I had to go back to listen. You you ain't gonna be bringing no scenes in my house. I'm not raising no idiot, and it's harder for us anyway. Exactly. So 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 let let me ask a question. <clears throat> Going back to the topic. Now we talked about the fact that as kids we were raised not to cry, to man up, and mm-hmm. and, and 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 that's obviously how you're teaching your your son now. But yes. then we also talked about the brother that said that now that he's saved, he 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 has a, he doesn't have a problem with with crying. And I'm gonna go with with him, stating that that may be the right way to be. You know what I mean? If you have an emotion and you got to let it out instead of holding it in or whatever the case may be, and even though now his tears may be tears of joy, tears from the Holy Spirit or whatever the case may be, but now he he, he feels okay with crying. But when, right. do we, when do we transform, when do we make that transformation to our kids as fathers to say, okay, it's all right, you know what I mean, for certain things to let your emotion out, and then it's not for certain other things? Well, if you didn't get saved together, it's hard to do. But if you got saved at the same time, you can kind of explain to them the difference between it through the teaching of the Bible. What is what is um, what is you know when you wash somebody's feet, and uh, because you know they they gonna they gonna betray you, and when you have to stand up. And take a stand, eye for an eye. When when it's time to use the the, the Old Testament versus the New Testament, I, I you know the Old Testament it. says handle business. I think you're you heading back. You're heading, ahead, heading down a hard road if you try to tell them when to cry and when not to cry. Yeah. And then try to justify by saying if you save you can cry. If you're not saved, you you shouldn't be crying. Exactly. exactly. I mean, because you can see a man on the train crying, you know what I mean, and he may be crying because of something great that he just discovered that the Lord did to him. He just cried tears of joy. But you looking at him like, why is this dude crying? That's not acceptable. You know what I mean? But are we teaching yeah. our kids the same thing? Are we teaching our kids that sometimes it's okay? Or are we doing what our fathers did, saying, man up, I better not catch you crying? Stop crying. Wipe some tears off your eyes. So you missed the jump shot to win the game. Stop crying. I I'm, think they. I'm still on phase two. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I don't know how to do phase one yet. I think they understand that when they see us finally do cry when we had those those moments, you know, those those rare moments. I think they really get that and they understand that, you know. It's a, you know, it's something that we never talked about. But you know, like I, with my family. But you know, like I said, when my best friend died, I ain't gonna lie. You know, like the, the day after, for like like whole days straight. You know, I literally cried till I couldn't cry anymore. Yeah. And I mean, it was just like I cried so much when the funeral finally did come around. It, you know, I I didn't cry not one bit at the funeral. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so they saw that. So there was no discussion on, okay, well, you know, I cried because you know I had this great loss. It was just like, okay, well, they see 
that I do cry and I can cry. Here's the, here's, here's the million dollar question that I have is, is what happens when you don't cry? Wow. Wow. Hmm. Well, that's what we're teaching. So what happens when we don't cry? You're right. You say it like if you're in the house and everybody in the house crying and you ain't crying. No, not necessarily. I mean, all the scenarios that we threw out there, just in particular, right. uh, when we start saying, you you man up, you don't cry. I hit you in the chest, you know, I beat you, whatever I got to do uh, to get you to stop crying. So you don't do that, you're a man. What happens when you don't cry? If I, guess, if I were to take a stab at that answer, I would think that you're going to have an issue with built-up, pent-up emotion. So when it comes out, it's not going to be pretty for whoever's around you. Because at some point, you're going to to break. Yeah, that's true. You're going to break, and it's not going to be right. All my friends, friends, especially in the military, at one point I've seen them cry. They had to go through something so great to where, you know, it wasn't often. You know, like my best friend that passed, the only time I saw him cry was when his three-year-old godson was killed in an accident. And he just found out. You know, he was devastated, understandably so. You know, so I've seen all my friends cry. But my dad, no, I, to this day I have not seen my dad cry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, yeah, I, well, I've seen my dad once. But it brought me to a point because I was watching First 48 another, the other night and um, – the detective had to come to the house and um, tell them that they found their son dead and, and he was explaining how he was shot and that they got the guy. Well, you know, the mom was crying, why, 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 but the daddy had a still face on his face. And it was like, you know he wanted to cry, but he couldn't cry because these men are looking at him. No, I, 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 I hate to interrupt you, but... Like I'm, you know, and I hate to keep going back to this point, but when my best friend passed, the moment I found out, you know, I didn't cry for like to the next day in the middle of the mm-hmm. night, you know. So I mean, you could just hear something that's so devastating to where you you just in shock. Yeah. I don't think he even knew them dudes were standing there after they said, you know, your son is dead. I think his world just he he probably just left. He he probably wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. I'm and glad I, you said that. I, I had a situation once where, um, and speaking about shock, I had a situation where once where I had a a guy that was a very very good friend of mine, but he was a lot younger than me, and like um, I was his boss where we worked, but we still hung out. We were real close. You know what I mean? I took a special interest in him because he was a good dude, man. And um, But anyway, so we became really great friends. So one day um, I got off work early, and he had bought a motorcycle, but he didn't really know how to drive ride the motorcycle. He didn't care. He was young and crazy. He said, man, you off. Let's go ride the bike tonight. And I was like, nah, man, I'm going home. I'm not riding no bike with you. You don't even know how to ride the bike. He was like, yeah, well, whatever, man. I'm going to have some fun. Anyway, the next day I was off. And I was playing golf. I had got a call 
and I normally don't answer the phone when I'm playing golf, but I had got a call from a friend of mine that left me a met no. I, he, he didn't leave me a message. I think he called and then I picked up the phone, and he told me that my friend got killed on a motorcycle that night, the same night that he wanted me to go riding with. And I was like, no, 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 that's not true. That's not true. And I'm playing golf right now. You know what I mean? I, I'll call you back. That's not true. I, you know, I'm going to call him. At that point, I went in the shop. Because my phone kept ringing from different people that don't normally call me, but they were calling me to tell me, you know what I mean? And one guy said, I've got some horrible news, but I'm not going to say what it is. You just need to call me back. And I kept ignoring the phone to the point where I just put the phone in the golf cart and I kept playing golf. But the golf course for me that day was the safest place for me because I didn't have to deal with reality. Okay? Um so but when I finished playing, and I never said anything to the, to, the, to the three people that I was playing with. I just kept playing like nothing had ever happened because I didn't believe that I was in shock. The minute I got in my car and got off that golf course and started driving down the street, I lost it mm. because I, I couldn't hold it no more. I couldn't hold it no more. I just lost it on the side of the road. I didn't even pull over. Cars were going around me because I couldn't believe it, but I was, it's that shock factor because when mm. you when you when you when you're that connected to someone, you know what I mean. You don't yeah. believe it. You refuse. I refuse to believe it. I even called his cell phone. Like now nah, I'm gonna call him. He's gonna pick up. I, I did the same thing. Up. I'm gonna call his cell phone. He's gonna pick up. Yeah. My brother was lying to me. It's a joke, right? It's a joke, right? Yeah, I'm being punked. Nephew Tommy gonna tell me, man, you you got punked or something? Yeah, because I was just with him. Twelve hours earlier. I I know that feeling. I know that feeling. You know, twelve hours earlier, I was just with the guy, and everybody knew on the job how close he was to me. That oh no, and they were more concerned about me than anybody. Well, wait till Tony find out. And it, it it was tough. It was tough, but again, you know that whole shock thing is real. You know, for me, I had to tell everybody because I was the first one to find out. So I had to tell all our friends and everybody. So I had to hear their reaction. And it wasn't until, you know, and I just sat in my basement with the lights off making phone calls. And it wasn't until I got into bed that night next to my wife thinking I was just going to fall asleep to where it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I mean, and it hit me for like the next four days. Yeah. Let me say, it was so bad that the rest of the guys didn't even want me to hold a casket. And I didn't. Again, when I lost it, I was by myself. So when I went back to work the next day, I got through it, and then the funeral came, and then they were like, "Look, we got this. You just hang loose." You know what I mean? And then I was like, all right. And then I did good. For, I did good for a while. So one of my boys came up and gave me that hug. And then I lost it again. It's that hug, man. That hug. That that hug, you know, that emotion. It just brings more emotion. And then you lose it. But yeah. I, I, I wouldn't know what to tell my son, if I had a son, how to handle that. Yeah. You know what I mean? What would you tell your son how to handle it? If, you, you, you man up. I know you no, you just do the best you can, up. you know, because I knew that I had to 
be a pallbearer for my boy's funeral, and I was able to be strong during his funeral, but his mom had asked me, please just come up here and let's let's say goodbye together to him. And I said I couldn't do it. I would not go up to the, the casket while it was open. I could not do it because I knew if I did it, I couldn't have carried out my objective, and that's be as Paul Vera. I so I was like, way. no, I'm saying I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to tell you no. Yes. I, I could not have sat in the back the whole time. I did, too, and they understand. Yeah, yeah. I think it's wow. kind of one of an analogy, a good analogy, I think, is like if you go into the bathroom, you was out there, and all of us have probably done it before, you out there in the, in the woods for whatever reason, you go to the bathroom, and your dad says, stop. In the middle of it, tells you, and I'm talking about peeing. So you know, you, he tells you cut it off, stop, hold it until we get home. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the question is, how strong do you think you could be to be able to do that? I think I know the answer for most of us. On the call, but I think I think that's that's a, that's a decent analogy of whenever you have that type of trauma, that type of pain that comes to you. It's not for I, you know I don't know I, I'm I'm raised old school for sure. My dad was exactly like that, uh, and I was pretty tough on my son coming along. And I think just over the years, uh, and looking reflecting back on it, like most of us do, um, that um, you know we say, well, I could have done things a little different. And I think that type of pain somebody was mentioning being pent up inside of you, and it's almost. It's it, it's hurt. It's hurtful. It's doing more damage than good to hold some of that stuff in. Some yeah. of that stuff I heard Tony just said. I just had to let it out. I just had to pull it aside, road, let let it out, or whatever. And that's exactly right. To hold it, I think does you know. In, in an analogy of <laughs> trying to pee, in a bust in a kidney, just just yeah. to man up, so to speak. Mhm. Mhm. So, and, and I'm I'm not against what what you're saying. I understand there. Are, there is a there is a threshold. I'm not sure I know what that threshold is where you do say, hey, 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 we're not having all that. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand what that threshold is. And uh, I think we tread on some, some dangerous uh, roads in this conversation. Hmm. And I think that the line is so thin that you can't, just like you said, the line is so thin you can't even see it. Or whether you tell them do or don't cry. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, anything can happen. They can lose a fight in school in front of everybody and get mm-hmm. home and start crying. And they probably and they, didn't cry in school, but they wait till they get home in front of you and start crying. What do you tell that and, kid? Right, and that damage is internal, and you don't necessarily see it until later. You know, going back to the analogy, you hold it in, you hold it in. don't look like nothing wrong with you. I mean, you know, you you ain't making the prettiest of faces. But you ain't dying either. Mm-hmm. But later you yeah. can find out you really ruptured something. You did something really terrible trying to hold that in. Like they say with sneezes, right? They say let the sneeze out. You hold it in, you know your heart can stop. Mm. Ooh. Wow. Good conversation, fellas. Good conversation. Anybody else want to add into that one? Wow. It's hard to go on. I got 
But we got to, we got to move on because we got some more stuff that's going to help. A lot of men who's listening to this call on either on the chat line or or on online on this phone call. Um, loss of jobs. I know it it hit me one time when I saw a grown man cry when after my freshman year, um, our coach Coach Bradley he uh, he came and he was saying his little. I guess State of the Union, how we get ready to go over the summer. And he just came down, and he tried to be cool, and he says, fellas, I I just got fired. And he broke down and cried. But he when he broke down, he looked at, he turned and looked at me, and I didn't know what to do. I went in the shop. And one of the other teammates pushed me out the way and grabbed him and hugged him. And then he really just let loose. That hug will get you, boy. That hug will get you. And, but that was the first time I ever seen a man cry because he lost his job. And I didn't know how to react. Until this day, I apologize for not helping, you know, grabbing him in his, in his need. Is there sometimes when dealing with job and lost a job or even lost a home, you know, you got your home foreclosed, even though – you know, they worked hard, and they tried to keep their home. And, you know, how do you help that person as a man? Help another man go through that, crying his tail off. That's a hard one, though, man. I mean, do you slap him? What do you do? Slap him, say, snap out of it? We got to find a way to, you know, to, 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 I mean, what do you do? I don't know, man. I mean... It was tough. I mean, you know, you know he go, you know he a man, and you know he gonna find another job or another home. But that that quick moment in time, how do you how, how do you speak to a man who who is crying? Your friend, brother, brother, sister. I mean, how do you father, father, mentor? You just give him a shoulder, man. I mean, you just tell him it's going to be all right. Do you just let him cry it out and then you sit down and say, or do you just say, man, you need to tighten up, man. You need to let that go. Nah, whenever any of my boys were crying, they was crying over something, you know, significant. You know, usually it was a loss of of someone else's life, you know, and everybody grieves differently, you know. So do your thing, man. So, so, so there's certain crying zones and certain no crying zones, pretty much. That's right. Absolutely. My boy was crying to me because, you know, uh, his girl is treating him bad and, you know, she'd be telling him to stay in the hotel tonight and all that. Then, you know, I'm going to kick him in his back and put my foot on his neck and tell him he need to man up. Man up and go get another one. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> well, first break, that will make that one behave and then get another one. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. get another one. No, you go get another one. That one will start to behave. Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fix, fix that one so she'll be a benefit to another man. Then get you another one. Mm-hmm. But you just make it your objective to break up. Yeah. You got to break them stallions. You know how they say in Rawhide, you got to break them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
we know ultimately the best way to teach them, and that's by example. Right, exactly. I mean, they're going to, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's, it's not 11 yet, but <clears throat> I'm going I'm I'm to say this anyway, <laughs> is that, um, you know, Jesus said, I do what I see my father do. Yeah. Plain, plain and simple. A young boy, and I know some people said that this, you know, there's no fathers in the house or what have you, but there's always a father figure somewhere. Uh, maybe he's not identified, but he's, whether he's an uncle or he's the neighbor or teacher or whatever the case is, there's always someone there um, that could play that role model. But, um, you know, what that kid sees, that role model, do, that's what they end up acting out who they look up to, that man that they look up to. That's who they're going to act out. So, you know, being head of household, being a father in that house, um, especially coming on the heels of Father's Day, I mean, that's exactly what we, we have to be. We have to be that role model. Instead of instead of writing out on a piece of paper when to cry and when not to cry, the best example is because I think we do that, we end up saying, do as I say, not as I do. There you go. Yep. My kids have never seen me cry. I'm sitting here thinking about this right now. Uh-uh. Never. <laughs> they could probably get on a call like this for them and be like, I've never seen my father cry. That's crazy. <laughs> now, what, now, let me, now so let me ask this question then. Cause, and, and don't take this wrong because I don't know. Either way, this may be a good thing. I mean, I, what do you think? Do you think that's a, that's a good thing or that's a not a I good mean, thing or it doesn't matter? <laughs> I don't know. I think that maybe uh, maybe there was a situation that I should have cried and I didn't. Well, maybe I should have I, let them know, hey, it's okay if you got to show emotion. It's okay. You know, I mean, I don't. Mean, I don't think you should cry just because you think you should. I mean, if you don't feel like crying, then don't cry. No, but there was a lot of times where I felt like crying and I just didn't. I manned up. Oh, okay, okay. You see what I'm saying? There's a lot of times where it was a crying, it was a crying zone, but I ain't cry. I was like, nah, y'all ain't going to uh, uh, catch me crying. Well, I knew my voice, <laughs> I didn't care who saw me. I, uh-huh. It was, I was everywhere. I was at work. I couldn't drive. I was in front of my office building, boo-hoo, it, it, it didn't even matter. It, it wasn't even no, wasn't even an uh, option for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so well, Marty, I mean that, that 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 that's actually a great question. I don't I don't to answer the question properly, it may not have been it may not be a good thing that they have a CD cry. I don't know. You might have a moment where you do cry. You might have something happen that you don't even foresee coming that could just impact you so greatly to where it, it, you just let it go. Yeah, but I'm talking about in front of my kids. Yeah, even in front of your kids. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure in asking that question. I definitely was not sure or leading one way or the other. I'm not sure um you know if it's a, if it's better one way or the other. I mean, it probably all depends on the kids maybe and your relationship with them. I don't know. I know with my son, he's I, I can't remember exactly, but I know he probably saw me he saw me cry though uh in worship. Sometimes I, I'm trying to think if because he was only probably about two, so I think when I accepted Christ. But uh, so I think he he saw that. But 
I think other things, I am more, like most men, uh, I'm going to keep that private. Uh, it's not that I haven't cried, but it's, I've cried in private. And I think my son has adopted that never let him see you sweat mentality. And um, so much so I always worry about him because of that. So it's funny I'm kind of talking about that now is because outside of him being a kid, him being scraped up, him being bumped around a little bit, um, or, you know, when he had surgery, I think it was the only time I really seen him go all out crying outside of being two. But um, I, I, he, I've never seen him cry which is, like I said, always worries me because I know how that stuff can be pent up inside. I know there's plenty of things that have affected him, but um, that's the way he chooses to deal with it. And I know it, uh, the only reason I can say that he has, the only conclusion I can draw is because he saw me do the same thing. Besides the worship, just kind of anything else that goes on in life, you kind of roll with it. At least that's, that's what it looks like from the outside looking in. But you're dealing with stuff on the inside. Yeah. So I worry about my son. That's why I said I'm not leading that one way or the other. I don't know if that's good or bad, you know, now. Now that I'm thinking about it, now we're having this conversation. It's kind of sparking uh, a new interest to, to think about that subject. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm thinking about that right now, too, what you're saying. It's like. It's good to have a conversation with him just to see, you know, where his head is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know, I need to have a conversation with mine, even though mine has seen me cry. It's just been that one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I may need to, need to do the same thing. And I got all girls, but yeah, I mean, still and all, I mean, they for them not seeing me cry could still give them the impression, okay, well, we just don't cry in this family. It could be bigger than than right, right. Then I think in this family we don't cry. You know what I mean? Which which hopefully is not the case. Mm. You know? Wow. But if but if you got so so let's just say you got you 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 that that being raised by a male and then being raised by a female. Do you think it would be different with the the no cry zone being raised by the two different ones? Do you think some women would tell a man a, a boy, you better not catch me let me catch you crying? More yeah. so than the father. Hmm. I believe I mean, so, man. I mean, because there are a lot of fatherless. There's a lot of fatherless homes, but you know these guys are still. Some of them are probably just like us, not crying. Right. You know what? They've taken on that role as man of the house mentally. You know, so that pressure comes along with it. You know, and then maybe they don't want to cry in front of their sisters or their mothers, so they just don't do it. And now they got that pent up thing just like we do. Not all of us, but some of them. Right. That's right. But, uh, what, I mean, they, not even the, the son or the daughter trying to see you cry, but let's just take it a little further. Is it. Uh, is it is it okay for your wife to see you cry? And the reason and you and the reason why I say that is because that could be a good and bad thing. Let's go ahead and get the bad thing out of the way because uh, if you watch a lifetime with your wife, you shouldn't be crying. Let's just get that out. 
<laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It was, it was this one lifetime show. This is why I hate I hate lifetime. Man, my wife was watching this show, man, about some marine or something who, you know, his sister was all he ever had and he died or something and they had poor it was sad sad story. All they had was like a little piece of string or something. And to make it a long story short, he ended up leaving her the string or something. And I, you know, I don't know, but I had to get up and walk away. I said, man, they really trying to get me. Hey, look, look, look. look. <laughs> I'm, I'm not crying. I'm going to tell y'all something. And there's this movie, and there's two of them. And they both didn't just watch the movies. And you say you ain't getting emotional in somebody lying. The first, one, the first one was who? John who? John, John Q. Q. I will never ever watch that movie again. Ever. Yeah. And you will get that. And then Man on Fire was the other one. I will never watch that. Man, I'm trying to tell you. Young Q, I watched it one time. I'll never watch it. And it was a great movie, but I just couldn't watch it. My, my movie that gets me in, Lord, y'all might hear my voice crack, is uh, Men of Honor. Yeah, when yeah. that boy's uh, dad was out there plowing the field, it made mm-hmm. me think of my granddaddy. And that right there, that that gets me. His hand was all bloody from holding the strap and the handles. Yeah, yeah. That 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 that's my movie right there. That I can't watch that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, There's one yeah, thing. One cute. thing. Since we since we sharing, having a moment. <laughs> but but all this gets edited on the tape. <laughs> <Like>, <laughs> There's one scene that's not necessarily a whole movie, but it's one scene in for Colored Girls when he when the when the the father drops them kids out the window. Oh, that got oh. me. That was that, that got was me deep because I didn't expect it. First of all, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. And no. being a you know, being a, a father who really loves his family, that just really kind of messed me all up. I was expecting yeah. that one got me. I, I I I've never watched that movie again. At that, I, I've I only yeah. I've never finished it. Yeah, no, I'm with you there too. Yeah, that was I was hot. For, I was hot to Tyler Perry for that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just even thinking of it now. Huh? Yeah, but so that John Q. That John Q. was mean, boy. That was oh, mean. John Q. was a, that's, that's a rough one. That's a rough ride. Good. Because yeah. I would, I could just see myself in that position. If they sure. get into a heart, you know, um, like right now, I think her name is Robin Roberts. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She needs bone there, marrow. You know, whatever. She no, needs no. bone marrow. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> the first thing I would do would be like, all right, you can't get a better match than daddy, so let's go and handle business. But some people ain't gonna do that. I know some people who, who you know, have bad kidneys and it matches their sister or brother, and they won't even help them out. But if any of my kids, I'll kill myself if it's gonna keep them going farther. I mean, that's where all men think. That's all real men would think. Whatever it would take, you just let me know. It's just terrible. But man, when that dude was getting ready to shoot himself in the head, man, mm. that was rough. But yeah. you know what? It goes back to he was trying to be calm. He was trying to do the proper thing. 
And guess what? He got called soft by his wife. She says, you need to man up and do something. Mm. So it took his wife to make him do something. So is there times where you can be emotional with your wife, even though she wants you to man up? And do something, but you got the pressure on you because you know you what you got to do, but you can't say nothing. He couldn't say nothing. If he would have told her what he was going to do, do you think she would let him go through it? What are you talking about? I'm lost. I'm talking about um, when we're talking John Q, the movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his wife says, I need you to man up and do something. Yeah. And he got off that phone and he went and got that gun. Mhm. Mhm. And uh, if he would have told his wife what what had happened, would he be able to go through, or would she let him go through? No, no, she'd have messed it up. She'd have messed the so plan that, up. But there's some emotion, so you can't even tell your wife. No. You can't but, show emotion oh. to your wife all the time. Is where but, I'm getting at. But you, you, but listen, listen. You are 100% correct, and sometimes, as a man, I believe that certain things are beyond their, and I'm just going to say pay grade for lack of a better word, lack of a better term. But that's beyond the wife's pay grade or beyond the wife's level of understanding. Right. The weaker vessel, sure. Mm-hmm. The weaker vessel. You know, I mean, it, it only goes but so far. And when they try to understand, they just get in the way and mess it up. So that's a perfect example. Like, look, I, I I understand how you feel, but I got to handle my business. And you may not agree with what I'm about to do, but it's not for you to agree. A man got to do what a man has got to do. Right, right. My my father um, he had you know uh, the seven of us, seven I have six other siblings, and obviously my mom stayed home. My dad worked two or three jobs uh, for a good portion. Um, of raising us, and so I had to ask him, you know, how, uh, you know, I had, at that time I just had my son, and I was like, you know, so how you how you how you do seven kids and a wife and maintain house and and uh, you know work, you know, fifteen sixteen hours that are out of the day, actually more than that in some cases, but I said, you know, you had to get listen, you know, I said you had to get exhausted not only physically, mentally. I mean, you had to feel defeated at times, you know, not making enough or barely making ends meet, et cetera, et cetera. You want to take your kids on vacation or do things for them, and you know you can't, birthday parties, you know, so forth and so on. And he he said that um, you can't imagine. Uh, he says, I felt a lot of pain, and I couldn't share, going back to, you know, kind of a wife or whatever, um, because he said he felt he's leading the house. And he's leading the house. If he's all disheveled, she's going to be all disheveled. If he looks like they're going to be evicted, then she's going to feel that as well and break down. Being the weaker vessel, she'd be even worse. She breaks down. Kids break down. That the whole house is kind of following his lead. And so not that he didn't cry. We never saw him cry up until, you know, in recent years. But um, 
he says, you know, he had to maintain his composure because the house was following his composure. And he said, if I was to sit in a corner and uh, shrivel up in a fetal position and stick my thumb in my mouth and begin to have pity parties and just cry, he said, we would have lost the house. We would have probably been, he was saying, him and my mother would probably end up getting divorced. Kids might end up in in a foster care somewhere or something of that nature. He said he couldn't afford to break down. Now that you know, that's my dad's kind of take on his experience. It could be different for everybody, but um, so I do. I hear you on 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 the fact of you can't necessarily go to your go to your wife, go to your, definitely can't go to the kids and stuff and look for more support. However, there are times in certain instances. Again, that's where that line is blurred or very thin. That um, on when you do that, when you don't do that, because that house is following you, and you right. feel safer, confident. Uh, about where they're at. I never even knew we were poor until later wow. in life kind of thing because my dad didn't carry it that way. Sure. Right. Sure. He carried he, but he but he he put something in you instead of you that you doing today and that's working hard. Yes. That you know something because you're right, because I mean it goes back to saying if you if you allow the wife to get emotional They'll they'll get emotional in front of the kids and and, may, and the kids will be like I can't do this. So therefore I say I can't do this because my mom and dad ain't got the money. Mm-hmm. They should never know. And church members and everything else your business be all <laughs> all in the business. They should never kids should never know that business. But now that we put this question out there, we put it on our blog today. Um. Um. And we got some some feedback, all women, on about do real men cry, and they answers were few. Uh, I'm just collectively putting them all in there that all women said yes, men do, real men do cry, absolutely. It depends on how bad it hurts. So what do you think? You know, they would say about you. What do you think your wife would say about you? Do you think does she think you would cry? I think in it situation? would bring us closer. I think in my situation it would bring us closer. And let me tell you why. Because I haven't unless unless, you know, I was watching John Q when she caught me. Um <laughs> <laughs> other, other than that. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been nailed or fire anything. She might have caught me, you know. Who knows? Uh-huh. You know, you know it happens. But um, I think that it would bring us closer because I would show her that I'm comfortable enough around her to be emotional in that way, opposed to showing her the tough exterior portion of me. You know what I mean? Now I'm showing her a softer side, which I think women kind of dig that, you know, just to a certain extent. Not all the time, but. Once in a blue moon, I guess. Yeah. And I agree because um, I was thinking, and, and the reason why, I don't know how, I can't, there's a couple of reasons how this topic came up. But one of the reasons why I was driving, an old OJ song came up. And it talked about how he and his wife uh, or girlfriend, they were they were not getting along. And he was crying, and then he said they cried together. Y'all remember that song? Oh, yeah. We cried together. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then it brought the sexual experience out. And the, 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 the lovemaking was passionate. And the forgiveness was was meaningful. Because they went through that pain together. Do we need to go through our pain together with our wives more often? What do you do mean, crying cry together, together with them? Right, cry together during sex with them. No. No, Wait, no, no, no. What? We ain't no. saying all that, brother. You're taking it too far. Yeah. I'm taking it too yeah. far? Yeah, we ain't saying all that. No, man. Crying I'm just going by step. what the song. Hey, man, I'm going by what the OJ said. The man said they cried together and then they made love. And knowing OJs, like I know the OJs, it happened one time. <laughs> <laughs> they probably just uh, used the word cry because it rhymed. They stole, <laughs> I, think, I think they just stole that story. Yeah, uh, no. I, yeah. Somebody said that he and on this call a couple weeks ago that he and his wife were not on good terms. And they got in there and got to crying and forgiving each other and they had one of the best nights of And that was just a couple weeks ago. No, that's not a surprise when having sex though. Yeah, yeah, I thought because you were saying they having they having trouble in the marriage or whatever, and, you know, they a lot of things that are pent up or things that are going on. You're on the verge of divorce, and maybe you decide to work. I don't know. You know, those, those, yeah, I mean, there's there's situations in a marriage for sure. Yeah. You can't cry yeah. with your wife, and that's a bad situation. But yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I thought you were talking about just uh, because you were having such good sex that you were just. You know, made you cry. Hey, hey, it might be some good sex that made you cry. I don't know. I have no, I no, <laughs> no. I ain't met that sex yet. Hey, make hey, me cry. There's hey, sunshine. Boy. There's sunshine out there. That man started crying. Y'all remember? Uh-huh. Y'all remember sunshine? That dude Never. called the wife. He said, "I ain't coming home," and that dude started crying. <laughs> y'all saw it. Y'all saw it. That dude started crying. She said Never. something, and that dude tear came out his eyes. That boy started crying. Hollywood. 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 <laughs> that will never happen. Eddie Murphy and Boomerang started crying when she left two hundred dollars on the bed. That dude started crying. Y'all going to tell me y'all ain't had that girl that put it on you so bad that you was in that high room by yourself, teared up. I just can't believe it. We all grown men here, don't you? No, know. no, no. If anything, I put my Superman cape on and started running around the room with that on. But I ain't trying. <laughs> That's not, yeah. Like, why you can cry with your wife. I mean, I started the relationship crying with my wife at the altar. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know, there, there's mm-hmm. reasons on why, where, and, and you know, uh, like there's boundaries too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's a yeah. good thought. That's that's good because I seen a lot of men cry right up there at the altar. I did. I ain't gonna sit in and fake that. I did. I thought she was beautiful, and I was glad that she was a catch, and is it still a catch? Yeah. I would do this, man. I thought I was going to cry at mine, but I would do this thing about my bachelor party. 
<laughs> All right, now don't put your business out there in the street. Uh, Not on tape I, anyway. My boy that passed away, he the one that threw me a bachelor party, and Lord have mercy. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like this. I was because I was nervous. I was like, man, I can't get married. So he gave me a couple of exceptions. He said, take a couple of these. So I took them. Then I said, well, I ain't got no water. He said, just drink the Jack Daniel. So I was full of Jack. Oh, and ex- so I, I wasn't even. I was man, no, barely comatose at my wedding, man. Yeah, but but again, again, um. For that to happen says a lot about uh, what word am I looking for? What am I looking for? Um, no, no shame, no shame, mm-hmm. and and you're real with it because that has got to be a moment in your life where it's got to be right up there with having your first child, mm. right right up there with 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 your kid graduating college, right up. One of those moments where it's like the highlight, and if you can, if you can share that emotion when you get married and cry with your, I think that's a beautiful thing. I mean, seriously. I mean, I yeah. wish I could have done it. I was fighting back. I was fighting back. Again, here I am, all strong, standing on the beach, like I ain't gonna cry. I ain't gonna kiss me. <laughs> and, and, and look, and look, the crazy part about it is, one of my boys who was the best man started crying. <laughs> now what he was—he was just like he was, he was feeling the emotions that I should have felt. Like man, this is a beautiful thing, man. I'm so happy for you, man. And I'm like, man, pull your, will you pull yourself together, Slim? You know, I'm telling him you need to pull yourself together. What are you doing? You know what I mean? But he was—look, in retrospect, he was showing me the way it should have been done. Looking back mm. on it. Mr. Host. Yes, sir. There you go. Uh oh, not the Metro. I'm crying tonight laughing at you guys. How you gonna make I defended you, man? I defended you. 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 Oh. Yeah, you, yeah, you did too. You did too. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you got a board now. Go watch it. Go watch. It. I got a board now. Oh, on the real, fellas. On the real. Um, and there's a great conversation. I'm just checking in here. Um, you know, and, and, and T. did mention about you know having your first child, but I recently had my third child, my first son, and um, you know, we talking about do real men cry, and um. I was in the delivery room with all three of my children, and I absolutely cried every single time. Um, but I don't know. It seemed like I cried less with my son. And I don't know if it was a subliminal. I don't want him not to see me cry. And this is just a baby. You know, he don't know who's who, who's mama, who's daddy. He's just coming out the womb. But I kind of... I cried, but I didn't cry like I cried with my daughter. Yeah, you manned up for the boy. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I listen to y'all, and, and, and I'm just like, why did I do that? You know, when the girl, I'm, I'm, I was there, you know, both times through the whole process, you know, um, with the wife, the entire nine months, the appointments, you know, the, the checkups, the sonograms, you know, and the culmination of that process when 
life is born. So with my daughters, it was just, woof, just waterworks. With my son, I cried, but I didn't cry as much. And I don't know if it was just a, a subconscious, like, you know, like what y'all are talking about. You know, you better man up. This is your little boy, your little man. And um, I, I don't know why. You know, I don't know why. It was a different kind of cry. It was like, yes, I was crying with the, you know, here we are. You know, it's the, the climax to, you know, the going through pregnancy. As y'all know, y'all been there and done that. Um, and, you know, but it was different. It was different. Um, and that's what I've been doing. You know, I've been off for, for a couple of weeks. I'll be back next week, trust me, but I, I'm just listening to y'all, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm laughing at y'all, but at the same time, I'm reflecting on, you know, the dynamics of, you know, crying in front of your son, yeah. you know, and should we, I think my brother Rodney was on back, Rodney, always glad to hear you. Yeah, Thanks. always good, always, always a yeah. but I mean, just, he asked the question earlier, is that, you know, it's as you have your children seen you cry, is that a good or a bad thing? And I'm just like, wow, you know, have my have my daughter seen me cry? Because in the in the when they came out of the womb, you know, that don't count. You know, I'm just like something real happened, you know, that they see, you know, daddy cry. You know, and I know that I was a little emotional when I called um uh, when I called when I had my second born, I called my my oldest and I was a little misty on the phone, um, and I, I was talking, but I don't know if my, you know, any of my children have ever actually seen me, like literally boohoo crying, and uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm like Rodney too. I was crying at my wedding. I was crying when I proposed, you know, to my wife. Um, I'm the emotional one in, in, in my relationship. You know, my wife laughed when I proposed. She laughed. And then at the office, she's like, you know, gritting her teeth, like, boy, you better get yourself together. You know, she's not. She's like, I know you. Oh mean. my goodness! Your wife don't make you cry, do she, Rodney? No, no, none of that. I, I heard that. You know, no, no, no. I heard uh, T. Hawk saying the story about you know his wife. I just got ass, brother. We need intervention. No. Yeah, no, it ain't nothing like that, fellas. But absolutely. So, so Rodney, Andrew was right. No, oh, man, come on, man. No, no, no. I, he had, I, I, I knew you were going to call the baby down. I almost put the baby down. I, 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 I knew you were going to call it. <laughs> I, I had y'all, I was listening the whole time, sitting there, you know, holding the baby and tending to the child and everything. But you know, Make sure you like, got I, your hand cream, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> you know you got to go to Pentagon City, L. Octane, and go get it. <laughs> your hands screw up. <laughs> no, none of that, none of that. But yeah, I've been, I've been listening to y'all, man. But it's you know it's good chat, man. Good chat. The real men cry, and I think that P Town said it right. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely, oh, man. man. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's okay to cry, man. I mean, that's part of life. Because, right. you know, I got to end at 11 o'clock with this last question. Yes, sir. And I waited to the end. And they, I think they have a uh, WWJD would be the text if you text it. But what would Jesus do? Or did, did Jesus cry? Do we see Jesus cry? Does anybody know that? 
shortest verse in the Bible is Jesus wept. Short, shortest scripture. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But at the same time, I mean, um, on the cross, I'm sure on the cross. kept me, you know, better than this because it's late. I'm sleep deprived. But um, I'm, I'm sure he did, you know, shed some tears. And I don't know if he didn't he shed tears of, of, of blood. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure. I thought he cried on the cross as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think he did. And 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 if it's okay for God to cry mm-hmm. and to shed a tear, and but still, well, 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 let me say this to you. Um, the strongest, the strongest get broke down when they go hear that word for the first time. The strongest. Um, when that Holy Spirit can make you do with things that you didn't think that you was gonna do. Yes, sir. Uh, you know what I mean? You will cry at the drop of a dime because now it's in you. Now you know it's in you. You'll just cry at the drop of a dime. And it's not because you're crying because of something that somebody can ridicule you for, but it's you, I mean, the tears of joy, the tears of, of thank you, Lord, for picking me. Thank you for saving me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just, just, it was just, just whatever it is, it can just be thanks. For rescuing me from out of that from out of that darkness or whatever the case is, but so yes, Jesus would cry. Jesus did cry. And, and you were crying for Jesus. The Jesus in you cried all the time. That's it. Man, this dude is killing me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know we understand. I'm watching it too. Yeah, somebody I'm watching be crying tonight. Y'all gonna be crying tonight. Well, listen, you're telling the fact. I mean, because I have to say, I didn't cry in front of my kids, but my kids helped my marriage. And then they helped themselves by becoming baptized and then taking a class. And because my daughter was going to get baptized again, my son wanted to get baptized again. And it's like, that is the best thing a father can ever have is, is, is the kids to be glorified in the spirit of God. Yep. And, and, you know, in my prayers, there's sometimes right there by myself, I would just shed a tear in my prayer just because of, of, of what they're doing with their life right now. I just don't think that we, a lot of times that, you know, we understand the volume of what we've done when we baptize our children or introduce them to Christ. Um, oh my goodness! And, and 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 we may do it because of it's a thing to do. Maybe your wife said, "Okay, let's go to church," or whatever the case may be. It could be something, you know, for just like the pastor said um, last Sunday. It may be we may be doing it for the wrong reason, so to speak. But the magnitude of what it is, you're giving your child, your offspring, a foundation. Like, it's like a go-to shot. You ever see somebody when they, you know, playing bad basketball, but they got one shot that always works, a go-to shot? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that that foundation is a go-to safe place for for for, for, for a child. Because when, when the word, even long after you 
you're not around, the mother's not around, and 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 they're getting all this pressure from everywhere to do the wrong thing. That foundation that you've given them is going to bring them back to their feet on solid ground. And I think that we got to understand that what we're actually doing is huge. It is worth a tear when you're giving them that. It is definitely worth shedding a tear when your kid wants to be baptized and they want to walk in those steps because most kids don't. They could care less. They can care less. Care less. Hey, Man. And with that said, fellas, I have to say thank you for this call. Mm-hmm. This was a fantastic call. Yeah. Um, didn't know how men were going to react to the discussion of do real men cry. But I can just guarantee and say for anybody who's going to be listening to this call later on, that we got all real men on this phone. And with that, I want to just thank you because you take your time every single week to come in and and give opinions on a lot of these subjects that we um, talk about each week. And we all learn from it. So I'm learning, and I learned something tonight. So um, I hope everybody learned something. And uh, if nobody else has anything on this topic, I'm going to – it's 11 o'clock, and that would be the end of the show. Anybody got anything before I shut it down? Yeah, I just Great show, brother. Um, and I will be back on duty on post next week. Um, The topic is when do men commit? Wow. Uh-huh. I ain't Mr. Beat. I've been writing in the middle of the night, so I ain't Mr. Beat. Come off of when men, do real men cry and do they commit? Good mm-hmm. Lord, when do they commit? Never. Men commit. <laughs> Boy, this, this show is getting on fire each week. And, and, and fellas, I'm going to say this on, on the, the recording before. I'm going to fight to make sure this one gets in the next book, in the <laughs> early chapter, because I'm trying to tell you. A lot of me need. A lot of men need to hear this. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of men need to hear this. Yeah. I mean, but but again, you know, um, I got something out of it. I can talk about what I got out of it because, like I said, to this day I've never seen my father cry. To this day, my kids have never seen me cry. So that's a cycle. That's a cycle. You know what I mean? And 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 are their kids going to see them cry? So how does the cycle? You know, I mean, what do you do? I mean, at some point you got to show emotion because you're human. How do you walk around all the time not showing emotion? People seeing you as this sh- this this rocket ship, this big rock. You know what I mean? But at some point you got to say, well, I am human. I can I can break down too. And that's just something that I got for me. At some point I've got to get better. Yes. Ooh, we good words, man. Good words. So we got the show for next week. And with that said, I want to say thank you again. And uh, now it's time for open mic. Let me go ahead and end the call.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.